Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 13th, 2018. So I'm teaching a series entitled Press Through It under the overall banner for the year, which is heaven on earth. Yesterday, I introduced you to a passage in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. I want to go back to that passage this morning with a message entitled God Never Promised Easy. Look at me for a minute. Listen, God loves you. He appreciates you. He, think, he, he is dedicated to you, but he never promised to make your path easy. God never promised easy. Let's see what the, the text says. So the Apostle Paul is writing this, and it's cool the way he writes it. He writes it in third person. He's talking about himself. And he says, man, I know a man in Christ who about 14 years ago was caught up into the third heaven. Now, whether it was in the body or out of the body, I don't know. God knows. And I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know, but God knows, was caught up to paradise. And he heard inexpressible things, things that no human is even permitted to tell. Now, I will boast in a man like that, but I will not boast in myself except about my weakness. Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool, a fool because I, you know, I would be speaking the truth. God has used me to accomplish a bunch of stuff. But... I refrain. So no one would think more of me than is warranted by what I say or because of these surpassingly great revelations. Therefore, in order to keep me humble, he says, in order to keep me, the New International Version says, in order to keep me from being conceited, I was given a thorn in the flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me. Now, three times I asked the Lord to take this thing away. My God, take it away from me. But he said to me, no, son, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, Paul says, okay, fine, since you're not going to take it away, I will boast more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest upon me. This is why, for Christ's sake, I delight. I take pleasure, he says, in weakness and in insults and in hardships and persecutions and in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am made strong. I really want to get to the end of that passage there, but I'm just still laying the foundation. I'll take my time. So there's a lot in this passage. But today we're focusing on the fact that God never promised to make it easy. So what does this mean to you today, right? What does this mean to you today. I want you to open up your heart now to receive what God is saying. I have three things to share with you this morning. And I believe that these three things, these nuggets, as they get down in your heart, that will just help you to continue to experience everything that God wants you to experience while you're in the earth. Three things. Number one, the supernatural is real. I, I, I shouldn't have to say this, but I, I don't know why. I mean, it's crazy to me, but there are Christians. I mean, like people who claim, who name the name of Jesus, right? Who claim Christ, there are people who claim to be Christians who don't believe in the supernatural. They don't believe demons are real. <laughs> they don't believe visitations from God is real. They don't believe that God speaks to us today, which is ridiculous. And they don't even believe in hell. Like, oh, well, you know, the whole, I don't know. I mean, well, read the Bible. I mean, there are more people going to hell than are going to heaven. And people don't like to hear that, right? So they don't believe in that. that I mean, but all these things are in the Bible. So it comes down to this. Either you believe the Bible or you don't. You can't take bits and pieces of the Bible. Either the entire body of scripture is God-inspired or is not. 
And so you have to acknowledge the authority of God's word because without God's word, we don't have anything. You tune in, you know, to today's word to hear from God, not to hear from Rick Pena. So I'm preaching the word of God. Not These are not my thoughts. These are God's thoughts, right? So the authority of scripture has to be settled in your heart. Paul had a supernatural encounter with God on the road to Damascus, right? That's how he was converted. That's in Acts 9. Now, later, Paul revealed to... Uh, I mean, Jesus revealed himself to Paul on multiple occasions. And and, and Paul talks about all these things, these revelations that he received from the, from the Father uh, through the Son. And it was through encounters with Jesus that Paul got the revelation that he was called to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. From his mother's womb, he was called, he said. I didn't know that, but God found out. I discovered that I was called from my mother's womb to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. One time in Acts 23 and 11, Paul was in prison, and he was in prison a lot, but on, during one of his prison stints, Jesus visited him, like in physical form. Jesus visited Paul in prison. And then, if, if all of that were not enough, we just read a passage where we read that Paul went to heaven, and the encounter was so supernatural that he didn't even know if his body went with him, right? I mean, because you are a spirit. Your, your, your spirit possesses a soul, which is your mind, your emotions, and your will. And your spirit and your soul live in a physical body for now. This physical body is just where we live. This is our earth suit. If you went to the moon, you would need a moon suit. We live in the earth, so we have an earth suit. So the real you is not this. The real you is inside of this. So when Paul went to heaven, he was like, man, I don't even know if my body went. Um, whether in the body, out of the, out of the body, I, I, I don't know. I mean, God knows. It was so supernatural that... He don't know. He, he was like, I don't know if it was just me, my spirit, or I don't know if my body went too. I, I really don't know. It doesn't matter to me. The, the truth is, 14 years ago, I went to heaven and I had this encounter with God. I mean, and then he had to come back from that encounter and says, well, now I'm back and I have to keep going. I have to Charlie Mike. I have to continue mission. I have to press forward. I have to do what God has called me to do while I'm in the land of the living. That would have to be hard to go up into heaven, to experience that face to face with God, and then have to come back here and deal with us, Jesus. But he did it. He came back and he pressed through it. This whole series is about pressing through it. You have to keep going until you're done. Number two, pride is dangerous. Yeah. Pride, pride is the silent killer of the church because you, you can't really like, oftentimes you can't see it. Uh, you, you, you can be doing something. I've done things um, in ministry where God was, God used me and people were blessed. And afterwards, God, tell, God would reveal to me that there was too much of me in the way. And pride is dangerous because then God can use me to bless someone else. And I miss out on the blessing because I was operating in pride. Pride is dangerous. When Paul visited heaven, the encounter was so supernatural that as a result, the Bible says that a demon was assigned to him. A messenger from Satan was assigned to him 24-7. A permanent demon was assigned to Paul. And this constant persecution, the text says, Paul acknowledged was keeping him humble. For whatever reason, this full-time persecution was required to keep him humble. Paul asked the Lord three times to take this thing away. And God was like, no, I'm not going to take it away. And Paul acknowledged that God didn't take it away because this thing was keeping me humble. Now, if God allowed Paul to, to deal with a demon 24-7, a constant attack all the time to help to keep him humble, this should really kind of tell us how important humility is to God. I mean, think about it. This is a major part. Humility is a major part of your divine success.
If you don't remain humble, you will not be successful as a believer. If you humble yourself, then God will exalt you. But if you exalt yourself, then God will humble you. And it will be an experience that you would never forget. So here, what it boils down to is the reason why pride is so dangerous is because God is a whole, God wants all the glory, right? Never give God, God's glory to anyone else, not including yourself. So when God said, you should have no other gods before me, when you start taking credit for the things that he's doing in your life, you become your own God. And so that's dangerous. And so you don't want to do that. What you want to do, pride puts the spotlight on you. Humility put, keeps the spotlight on God. And, and as a believer, you have to keep the spotlight on God. You have to remain humble. And number three, and finally, I only have three things for this morning. Look at me. Last point is real important. Make no excuses. Once God revealed to Paul that, listen, I'm not going to take away the thorn in the flesh. My grace is sufficient. I've already given you the grace to deal with it. You know, Charlie Mike, continue mission. Keep going. Stop talking about it. Then Paul, that, that was it. Now, some people will complain. Some people would have been like, what? You're not going to take this? Thing? Man, forget this. Forget this whole God thing. And they would have walked away from God. And they would have walked away from their assignment. And they would have had an ex They would have used this as an excuse. I'm not going to do it because God didn't take it away. And, and how many things are you allowing right now to be an excuse as to why you're not? Why you're not becoming the man, the woman that God called you to be? Why you're not walking in your divine assignment? Why you haven't accomplished? Why, why haven't you done what God told you to do? Well, I have this excuse. I have that. Stop. Make no excuses. Paul had a demon assigned to him 24-7, and he didn't complain about it. He didn't let it be an excuse. He embraced the grace, and he kept going. He pressed through it, and that's how it's supposed to be. Life is not always going to be easy. It's not. God didn't promise to make it easy. God didn't promise to take away your obstacles, to take away your opposition. God is not going to sweep in and make everything, uh, uh, remove every barrier for you. Oh, come on, son, let me make this easy. No, God never promised to do that. What God promised to do was to give us the grace to overcome whatever we face. So as a matter of fact, when you truly start walking with God in earnest, it may get worse before it gets better. It may get harder before it gets easier. But you can't afford to make any excuses. You only get one life. Listen, you only get, that's it. You're only here for a short amount of time. So you don't have time to waste days complaining. You don't have time to waste weeks being upset. You don't have time to waste months because you're in your feelings. No, at the end of the day, you got to let that thing go. Stop making excuses. Determine to be the man, the woman that God called you to be. Press through it. Get up, look up and not down. Look forward and not backward. Forward ever, backward never. The best is yet to come. This, and this is it. You only get one life. You got to make the most of it. So let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for calling me from my mother's womb to do what I was birthed to do. I am on this planet for your kingdom purposes, and I will complete my assignment before I die. Along the way, I will have supernatural encounters with you. The supernatural is natural to me, but no matter how amazing the encounters are, you don't have to humble me. I humble myself. I remain humble. And in my humility, I embrace the grace to keep going. I won't complain. I won't get upset. When my road is not easy, 
and I won't give up when things get hard. Every step of the way, no matter how hard it gets, I embrace your grace and I press through it. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Listen, head into this day knowing that you have to embrace the grace to keep going. God never promised to make things easy for you. Stop complaining about it. Let it go. God's hand is on you. There's no way. The only way you can lose is if you quit. So embrace the grace, look forward, press through it, and keep going. And do me a favor, before you leave the screen, please share this message on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Let's let everyone everywhere know that Jesus loves them and that he has already equipped them to become who God called them to be. I love you and God loves you. Have